Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Hey, welcome back, everyone. We're with somebody who I love talking to, and she is somebody that can help heal your pet and also communicate with them as well. And her name is Vicki Draper, and she's back. How are you doing, Vicki? How are you? I, wait a minute. Before we do anything, I have to say congratulations on your billboard in Times Square. Thank you. That was exciting. It's like it's a milestone. Never in my life would I thought I would be featured in Times Square. Totally cool. I mean, we're literally the biggest, biggest city in the world. And there's there's Vicky on the big screen. <laughs> Millions of people passing by every day, looking up there and seeing it and also learning about you, your message and and how you heal animals. And I just think it's fantastic just getting the word out, which we're doing now. Um, not a lot of people that do that. There are vets, veterinarians, we got that, but not animal communicators and people that uh, take it to a different level like you. So uh, congratulations on that. I think that's fantastic. Thank you. Kind of ties into what we're going to talk about today because that was a big thing for you. Like normally you wouldn't just get on a plane, head into the city, look at your billboard. Um, as you shared before, you're a little more on the shy side sometimes. Yeah, I can be. And so uh, as normal with traveling or doing something big, you know, fears came up. And so I really got to shift those and shifted to confidence and be empowered. And the experience was phenomenal nice. because I said yes to it yeah. and, and did it. And I was traveling solo. And so, um, yeah, and, and, and it was fantastic. Do you think that transcends to our pets? You know, do you find that a lot of pets, um, you know, you can think of maybe some cats that are shy and some some dogs that maybe don't have a lot of confidence? Absolutely. That's what I had no idea how healing this trip and experience was going to be for me personally, that then actually um, fall, falls into my work with the animals. It was like reflecting on it. And so because of taking that step and having that confidence now i have a bigger template to hold in the healing session for the shy animals because animals resonate with our energies mm -hmm. and now i have a much bigger capacity to embody that for them and so yes even before this experience um, it's one of my specialties i love empowering shy, fearful animals, boosting their confidence into them being their best selves. As you say that, right away, I, talk, I think about a cat that I have. Her name is Abby. And she is, I call her the skitterish cat. She just hangs out on the sofa. You'll see her. You won't see her. She'll be under a bed. Granted, there's a, another cat in the house who's a big bruiser <laughs> and, and a dog. And I really feel that that she was already shy to start out with. And then once they came into play, then that broader level of shyness were actually up. Um, for anybody that's got pets like that, what do you suggest? How does that, how do, how do you work with a pet like that? Well, um, <laughs> in my practice, that's simple because in the communicating and connecting and, and the healing, and like I said, holding that healing, confident energy for them and letting them rise to that. 
letting them say, oh, I can't embody this, I can't embrace this, and helping them shift. Then um, another one, if you've got like a bruiser animal, my uh, the healing your animal family essence, it really helps balance out the family dynamics and the harmonies, and that helps even things out where the shy one can feel a little bit more confident. Gotcha. Do you, would you communicate with that cat energetically to try and get inside its head? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And if they've had, like, if they've been a rescue situation and they're carrying some past traumas in their body, then we, you know, we clear that out. So they, they tell me we work, we work together. <laughs> their bodies tell me and yes. Wow. Yeah, there's so much when you think of your pets and maybe some of the issues that they have so much that needs to be taken care of to make them better pets and make you a better guardian at, at the same time. How about some stories, stories of um, maybe, you know, pets that got over being shy or, or lacking confidence that you've helped? Yeah, there's um, a dog, Chloe, that came to me and this has been years ago, but it, this is how it just stuck with me. It's one of those that just was uh, memorable. And she, they, she came in, this is in person, and, you know, she was all crunched and, you know, uh, just not wanting to be seen, really. And so she bebopped into my healing space where I had a couch. So she jumped up on the couch and she buries her head in the corner and curled up as tight as she could. And I was like, wow, okay. And this is why the guardians came to me. They're like, yeah, she just, this is how she is. And so what was really neat is during the session, she would respond, she'd start unfolding a little bit at a time, unfolding a little bit at a time. By the end of the session, she was all stretched out, totally relaxed, loose, you know, muscles, confident. And I couldn't believe how big of a dog she really was. Cause I mean, she was, had made herself so compact. I was like, oh wow, this is what was in there. Wow. Um, yeah, and so then she walked out and just, you know, totally confident and a totally different dog. Amazing. And how did you, how did you work with that dog? Well, um, another one of my specialties is helping the animals feel safe. So if they're shy or they're scared, they're not feeling safe. And they know, this is what I'm honored. They don't have to trust me, but they do because they know my intent and they feel safe. And so since they're safe, it gives them permission to then unwind and let go of those fears. And how do you do that? How do you make them feel comfortable? Being me, <laughs> being me, I, um, I always, before I start any session, I always do a grounding and calming and centering of myself so that I'm bringing my best forward to the mm -hmm. session. And the animals pick up on that because they're very energy sensitive. They're very sensitive to their environment and what's going on. And so the environment I provide is a totally safe calm environment that they pick up on yeah it's 
it almost seems like you you neutralize yourself in terms of energy. Uh, so you're not bringing that. Yeah, we all have stuff going on, so you don't want to bring that energy to a session with a pet. So it's kind of like um, you're neutralized. You go in, you deal with a pet as you have to. Um, and it's so true. Watch your pet. Look at your pet. You're having a bad day and just stare in their eyes. <laughs> they know it. I'm convinced there's, it's not just a, a coincidence. I could be lying on the couch and I could be staring at my dog and just, you know, got some stuff going on. And I know he's looking at me and then he'll come over and, you know, like he knows, he just knows yeah. something is up. And yes. it's not like he's a mind reader. Your energy comes off and they pick up the energy. That's why horses are so therapeutic because they are probably one of the better species that pick up on energy. Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And our animals, right. They know more than we give them credit for. Yeah, totally. And they respond. And so, and the flip side of those true too, is yes. I like the way you put that. Neutralize. That's what I have to do. It's like I leave everything outside the healing space, and even my excitement. If I'm really excited to see them, I have to keep that calm because if I'm excited, that winds them up. Oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, totally got you. <laughs> so that's hard. I know. And sometimes it's a beautiful dog that, that walks in and you just, oh, look at you. You just pet you. Oh, you're so sweet. And like, mm. oh. Yeah, I know. I was like, I can't. <laughs> I'm going to pull back on that. I think you're cute, but I'm going to let it go. Um, a lot of this is done virtually too, right? Yes. Yeah. Because energy doesn't know time or space. So I have a lot of clients in different states and countries as well as local. And so that's the beauty of it is, yes, you don't even have to leave your home to get good support. And that, and that actually helps your animal feel safer because they don't like going to the bed or they don't like, uh, you know, traveling sometimes or being out. Sure. Especially if it's a new place. And here's another key point I just remembered to answer your question with, or in addition to how I keep them safe is, I let them know because I'm communicating, I'm connecting with the animal. I let them know they're in charge, that I'm not going to do anything they don't like. And if they don't like it, they can tell me to stop. And, and when they really realize that I mean it, then that's when the true unfolding can happen for them. What kind of messages are you getting back from the animal when you're working with them? Different ones. Um, Sometimes it's just a sense of energy, like there's a blob of energy that needed to clear. Um, and sometimes when I'm walking them up to a threshold of where there's been some abuse or something, they're really, you know, being uh, given the opportunity to shift. It's scary for them because they feel it as energy shift. And so they feel that intensity. Um, and so I'm just saying, stay with it. You're safe. Stay with it. You're safe. And then the ones that choose to work on through it, then they're just free. It's like in a moment, it just clicks. It just shifts. And that's beautiful. And I say they choose. There's been a few that I could get them up so far, but they chose. They just couldn't take that extra step. But that's the minority in my business or in my experience. Sure. And they still get benefit because just even going up to that threshold that was further than they've been. But for the real magic is when they just say yes and go. 
Do you find a lot of time, by the way, we're talking with Vicki Draper, who's the owner of Healing Your Animal, and you can find her at healingyouranimal.com. Great, great URL domain for a website, by the way. That's <laughs> unlocking that one down. But she's somebody who's an author, healer, animal communicator, can work spiritually with your pets and your animals. Now, I'm wondering, have you encountered an animal that just wasn't receptive to receiving messages and communicating or communication and and wanting to be healed because uh, you know for in the adult world it's my always understanding that you got to be open to it you got to be open to the change and the fix yes well that's here we're going to bring in a big nuance sometimes it's not about them sometimes it's about their guardian mm, okay Fair and enough. there are times that they're ready and they look to their guardian to get permission Mm. because they're like we've been in this pattern do you really want us to shift wow and, that makes, yeah so that like that that totally makes crystal clear sense like you, they're looking for permission they're you know you set your boundaries with them way back when just like a child and they're, yeah they're gonna look at you is this okay should i be doing this hmm. yes and i've had one case that um her name was Sophie, little uh, miniature um, poodle, and she had a very has a very had she's no longer with us um, a very very how do I want to say this uh, attentive guardian who was going out of her way to get healing sessions for her to really you know help her be her best. Um, and so then in one of our sessions, she's like, well, if I get better, will I get all this attention? You know, Sophie was saying this because mm -hmm. it's like, I like this attention, <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, I still get the same attention if I heal. Um, uh. So sometimes, yeah. And that was like, oh, wow. And I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> your mother will be even <laughs> happier and would love to give you lots of healing sessions if you're healthy even. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, hey, I don't want to make any change. I don't, I don't like, I'm a pet. I don't like changes. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to, whatever you want me to do. If things are going to change over here, I'm not going to, that's not, that's not happening. You totally understand that. Wow. It's such a valid point when you think about it, you know, in theory. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, so then at that, at that time of the session, I'll always say, it's like, okay, well, so-and-so is asking for permission. Do you want this healing? And when they say yes, then the animal respond have you had situations where an animal can't be helped it, it helped in what way because um, you know yeah because, i know yeah, everything is relative. Sure. Go ahead. everything is relative every situation is a different situation um but maybe you know let's say the the animal had something going on and you you worked with it you communicated with the animal but it just didn't it didn't stick for whatever reason. Well, there are times that, yes, it's it's their time. And so working with them, it gives them peace. It helps their body be able to handle, feel better with whatever the situation is. Mm -hmm. it, it's not going to turn them around to get better. Gotcha. Yeah. You, you know, because that, that's out of our control. <laughs> 
that's the higher power, uh, you know, they have, if there's a bigger plan at place. So did I help them? Yes, because the animal was less pain, much more mm-hmm. comfortable, Yep. you know, um, so it's, it, it is relative, like you said. Yeah. It, I mean, it sounds like no matter what, it's a win, except that there it's nothing is a hundred percent always guaranteed that, you know, you can fix the problem initial problem, but the animal is in a better place, less anxious. You know, there's a lot of positive going there. Hey, let's face it. You go to the doctor, you get a med. It didn't work. That's yeah. just not, not working for you. you. Go get another one. Not working. For, you know, it's, it, it can happen like that. Sure. Yeah. And so um, this just gives the animal the best chance of rebounding. Mm-hmm. And if not, then it gives them the best chance of feeling their best as they are then dealing with it and transitioning. Yeah. What, um, what would you suggest for, for an animal that, animal that has um, massive anxiety? What do you do in that situation? Ah, I love working with these animals. Um, <laughs> I have calming, calming nervous animals is one of my specialties. And there again, I'm holding that calm demeanor for them to go, oh, this is possible and to resonate with and shift. And I had a dog, Cooper, come and see me. He was 10 years old. Um, it was at the vet clinic in person. And so Cooper paced. So I'm doing distance work. This is the nice thing about it. Even in person, sometimes I have to do the distance healing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I let Cooper just pace. He just paced around the room for 45 minutes as I was working with him and doing calming and everything. Then all of a sudden, it clicked in with him that he then laid down and softened and took it in at a deeper level. And the important thing about this is once he makes that shift, that stays permanent because his body has shifted out of that uh, sympathetic nervous system, you know, fight or flight, just ah, into the parasympathetic nervous system, the calming. And so what I learned is that was the calmest she had ever, Cooper's guardian had ever seen Cooper in the 10 years of his life. I mean, this dog had lived with just this, hyper anxiousness and that was like oh my gosh wow um because this is common for me if they're really anxious like that and they have had trouble getting calm to see them take a little while before they reach that point and so then and once they do though it's a pivotal moment because in the next session when cooper came in he only paced 15 minutes and then he laid down and his body was able to take in even more of the calming you know so it's cumulative so in terms of what you offered, what was the, what was the winning uh, ticket in terms of what you did? Was it, you know, communicating with, with him? What, what, what did it? <laughs> well, yes, I was communicating with him and I was holding the calming energy. And I'm like, just staying in that calming, which is, it's hard, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know? Um, and I'm just like, you know what, Cooper? you can do this, it's your choice, you know? And then I'm like, but I'm gonna stay in this energy and give you the chance to meet it. 
and then finally his system it just you know wore down to where it's like okay i give in and then when he did he's like oh i feel so much better wow it's it's phenomenal and we love our pets we want them to be better so thankfully there's somebody like you that's that's out there doing that tell us about your books real quick you have two books i see them in the back there look one is uh, heart to heart uh, what's the other one called it's called Bridging True Love Connection and Healing Between You and Your Animals. And so speaking of calming, the Bridging True Love Connection and Healing book has a whole chapter on calming techniques that you can do at home to help calm your animal, to help provide that. And then as you've heard with Cooper's story, if they're really, really anxious, it's not going to be an instant thing. You're going to have to just be patient and keep working it. Um, and then the heart to heart, how you can heal your animal through all stages of life. It goes through the life cycle of your pet. So it helps you through all stages of your life with your pet. Wow. That's um, so important because we don't, where do you go? Where do you go for that information? You know, and unfortunately one day your pet's not going to be with you. You're going to outlive your pet. That's a, that there's a guarantee. Some things in life, they are guaranteed. That's your guarantee. <laughs> yes, they do have a shorter lifespan, which yeah. makes it difficult, but it's so rewarding when they're with us, like what they give us. Yeah, totally. Um, it was a point I wanted to bring. It's just like escaped my mind, but it was very clear a second ago based on what, what you just said in terms of uh, connecting with your pets. I know for me that that one cat that's skitterish, I would get your book just to learn how to help. Her name is Abby. I don't, I don't know what to do. It's almost to the point where I, I threw my hands up. I don't know, maybe a session. All she does is sit on the top of a couch. And if she's not there, she's under a bed. That's it. I, and, and if you see her in the hallway, she's like, slows up because she doesn't <laughs> want to be around people or the other animals as well. Um, and I'm sure other people are dealing with the, the same kind of situation as well. Yes. And so what I would say is, yes, the session is the deepest, quickest way to get results. And then the next one level is the essence. And so like with her, it would be, uh, I'd probably recommend a calming one as well, family for sure, because it's the family dynamic. Um, but I have a confidence which releases fears. And I have a serene, which releases anxiety and provides the calm. And these are all the essences, and you have many, many that you put I in. have many. And so these uh, are, yeah, some of my, well, top sellers because they are the most common needs. <laughs> and then, um, yes, the book shares how to help calm, how you can do that. And um, some, a simple common technique that I've been sharing is you being calm yourself. Yep. Providing the calm environment, even just when you approach. Will she let you pet her? If you um, you approach her slowly, yeah. But it's funny you should say that because a lot of times my kids will say, you know, how come even their dog Tanner? Why doesn't Tanner come up to me? Because the way you act. <laughs> right. They're like, ah. Yeah. Children. Uh, yes. yes. hundred percent. It's, 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 it's not the dog. Um and and by the way, we're moving soon, so um, there's going to be another stressor in the house. That's going to exactly. That's another place to be conscious of your animals because um, when you're all frenzied and their and their home is all in yeah. mixed up, they yeah they, uh, they 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 will get a little bit more fractious because <laughs> they're like not knowing what's going on. 
So tell everybody your website again, and if somebody wants to get a session or even just learn more, talk more, um, again, a lot of, lot of great uh, material on your website. All right. Yes, my website is healingyouranimal.com. And from there, I do offer a complimentary uh, 15 to 20 minute assessment that you can sign up for uh, and happy to you know, share what's the best support for you. And from there, I have a newsletter where I have free tips that are for you. So you can sign up and easily um, so you can get free support and you can get low low cost support with the essences or the books or then you can jump into healing sessions yep heal your pet and she's here to help you vicky draper and healingyouranimal.com great having you on and again gotta say congratulations on your billboard in times square oh thank you i know it's uh, since i have a picture i know it really happened because it's like there it's like oh this is cool this is cool I've been out i'm back it's like was it a dream <laughs> <laughs> i saw the picture too and it's like like you're a celebrity it's like super cool <laughs> love it all right look forward to talking to you uh next time vicky and thanks so much broadcasting from the business capital of the world this is the podcast business news network